Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's go to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. She covered the game. She covers the team for the Plain Dealer Cleveland.com. She is Mary Kay Cabot. Mary Kay, good morning to you. Hi, Mary Kay. Good morning, guys. Morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. good. Well, let's, uh, let's get the frustrating thing out of the way first. Where, where has that been all year? That was a that was a well-played game in just about every which way. Well, they've shown flashes of that. I think you could even see that in Baltimore, they did some really good things. I mean, they held Lamar Jackson in check. They held Mark Andrews without a catch. They did some good things defensively in that game, but they just weren't able to put the whole thing together. This game, they actually did play complementary football. The defense was lights out, outstanding. Everyone sort of fed off of Miles Garrett. It was contagious, and it was just a great night for the fans. Um, you know, a lot of people sit there and go, well, they ran the ball, they, they ran the ball. I think they ran the ball, the, you know, as much as they would, a little bit more than they normally do. But I also thought that Kevin, I, I don't know, maybe I was just listening to him last night, that once they opened up the 8 nothing, 11 nothing lead, I think he felt more comfortable running the ball. Is that, am I... Am I reading into something? Like, I think that Kevin, if they have a lead and he feels like they can run the ball, he will with more confidence. Is that, am I wrong? Or what do you think? Well, no, I mean, you know, that's kind of how it goes. I mean, if you fall behind in a football game, your run becomes a lot less viable. So uh, if you can stay ahead like that, uh, then you can, you know, chew up the clock and rely on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt to go do their thing. So they were able to do that. The key was to get ahead and to stay ahead. And I think the uh, the real key to the game uh, seemed to me uh, to be that double dip, to score at the end of the first half and then to come out and score again on the opening drive of the third quarter to make it 18 to nothing. I think at that point uh, they really had the game so well in hand uh, that they could kind of do whatever they wanted after that and the confidence just seemed to grow. And then I think it also uh, really helped them that the um, the Bengals were so depleted in their secondary and they were able to take those shots and, and win those matchups. Mary Kay, because of that, that's certainly one factor. Nick and Kareem being used together, complementary, uh, a good balance, I think, of touches between the two. That's kind of what the offense is supposed to look like, right? Yeah, I mean, you're not always going to get ahead 18 to nothing or 25 to nothing. It's not always going to work like that, uh, where you have the opportunity to just do whatever you want and be able to to rely on those guys throughout the game. But, uh, but, you know, in a perfect world, that's the kind of game that you would want to play. Most of them are very, very close. 
And I think that's another thing to, you know, to consider here is the fact that uh, we've been talking about this a lot. The Browns had lost four games by a total of nine points. It's not like they were getting blown out of games. They only really kind of had one wide margin of a game. Everything else was super close and came down to, uh, you know, the final play or the final drive. So, you know, they, they were waiting for the lights to come on and they did so last night. Mary Kay Cabot joining us. You can read her work at the Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com. Kareem Hunt on the sidelines in the second half last night. Mary Kay had a look on his face that I didn't want to interpret, but I just thought that's an interesting look. And then he did his post game wearing his Joker mask for, for Halloween. What kind of feel did you get from Kareem in the locker room and obviously the trade deadline coming up today? Well, Kareem is frustrated and he's hurt. Uh, more so than anything, I think his feelings are hurt that his hometown team uh, really doesn't seem to want him long-term, doesn't really want to extend him, and that his future here, uh, you know, doesn't seem to be bright. So I think more so than anything, uh, you know, I think he's just got this mixed emotions going on inside of him where here, here he is wanting to run through a wall uh, for the Cleveland Browns, wanting to take this team where he knows it can go, and he knows that he might not be a part of it for very long. So why do you think his team doesn't value him? You know, I just think it's one of those, you know, running back situations. I think they have a plan and, you know, they want to spend a certain amount of money on their running backs. And, you know, things could work out going forward. Uh, it, You know, it is possible that they could, but he would have to be willing to take a very incentive-laden contract. The money would have to work out right. I mean, certainly Nick Chubb wants him here and has gone to bat for him, and so have other guys. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how much that will factor in or not, but um, – but, yeah, I think there's just a, a lot going on, you know, when it comes to Kareem and how he feels about all of this. Can that non-human factor from the front office affect the whole feeling of drama in the locker room? I, I mean, it, sometimes it just takes one act of goodwill. Like uh, Al Lerner, I think, sometimes didn't look at things that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, he looked at the person maybe more than just the position of the player. And I don't know. I mean, they didn't win any Super Bowls with Al either. But do, do you think that there – like, I don't see this front office ever deviating – from the non-personality standpoint of trying to keep a guy because they think it might be good for the franchise and good for, I, I, I mean, other than a Joe Hayden one day contract, I just think they're locked into the, to the, to the definitions they put on players. And I think Kareem exemplifies that. Well, you know, I think they take it on a case by case basis. There are certain situations where you might hang on to a guy a little longer than you normally would from a football standpoint, because of things that he represents in your locker room or, you know, things on the field or whatever the case may be. So I think, you know, everyone is human. And I think that the human element comes into your decision-making to some degree. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think this is also a very pragmatic team. And they do have a plan. And, you know, and I'm not 100% certain at this point that Kareem fits into it. If Kareem doesn't fit into it, what is the plan? Is it Dearness Johnson getting those touches? Or is it Jerome Ford getting those touches? Well, they do have Jerome Ford, uh, you know, coming up, you know, down the pike here. So, yeah, I do really think that, um, you know, that has a lot to do with it. And, you know, Dearness is also in the final year of his contract. But, um, you know, he's someone that, you know, you can probably keep on the cheap. Uh, You know, it's also an opportunity for Kareem to maybe go be a workhorse back somewhere else. So it could work out to be a win-win. Do you think, and I didn't think about this until I sat down today, so it's not like it was just kind of a little epiphany. Do you think they were trying to showcase Dearness or they were trying to get Dearness ready? 
you know what? I'm not really sure. I, you know, I, I don't really know what the idea was there, but, right. uh, you know, I do know that they will be open to anything and they will take phone calls today all the way up until that four o'clock deadline. And anything can still happen, even though nothing was imminent with Kareem a day ago or two days ago. It doesn't mean that a team won't swoop in and make you an offer uh, today. So I'm sure that they are working the phones very thoroughly today with, you know, on a bunch of different things. It's hard to pull off trades in the NFL, especially in the 11th hour, but I'm sure they're talking to people. Would you like to see the trade deadline kick back another two weeks? Or do you think it's good um, where it is? I, I think it's okay where it is. I mean, yeah, I, I don't have a, a, a whole lot of thoughts on that. Could the Browns be looking for players today rather than looking to trade them? Sure, they could be. Um, absolutely. They definitely have some areas of the team uh, that they could bolster heading into this final stretch. And now they're still in it. So who knows? You know, They might feel uh, that they could use another player or two at a certain position. But if they do acquire a player, I think more so than anything, uh, it would probably be for the future, not just for this next nine games. Did yesterday change your thought on Kevin Stefanski at all, Mary Kay? I, I thought they, I, I love the balance. And as you, if you have correctly pointed out, you know, you got up early and you, that allows you to do so many things and set so many things up. I loved the play design on the direct snap to Nick Chubb. It was creative, I think relatively safe. And you had all those linemen out there. And I love the play design on the two point conversion, wherein where you have James Hudson, you know, in motion and cleaning out uh, the path. I love that kind of creativity at the goal line rather than doing some really risky stuff, and I thought Kevin did a great job. Yeah, you know, the funny thing about those gadget plays and trick plays is that um, they always look so much better when they work, and they seem like a <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, they seem like a brilliant idea uh, when they work, and then, you know, you're a fool for calling that if they don't work. Uh, so I like the fact that, you know, he kind of opened up the playbook a little bit, did some creative things, showed some looks that they uh, were surprised about. And, you know, some of them worked out uh, like the direct snap. Some of them didn't like the Amari interception. Yep. Uh, but it's OK to be aggressive and to try those kinds of things. And that's the mindset of this team. You think we just have the or do you think the Browns just have the Bengals number? I, I just see Joe Burrow just is. He was a different quarterback than I've seen for like the last five weeks last night. Now, part of that is missing Jamar Chase and maybe his offensive line just wasn't doing what they had done for a couple of these games. But I, I just, for some reason, he seems completely snake bit against us, which is fine with me. It's nice to see another team uh, be snake bit against us. Well, it, you know, it's about matchups. This game is about matchups. And the Cleveland Browns match up well against the Bengals in part because they are built so tough through the lines the offensive line and the defensive line. And that just comes in handy every single time they play the Bengals. They are able to neutralize a great quarterback like Joe Burrow because he doesn't have time, uh, because he's off of his mark, because he's flustered. All of those things that Miles said he wanted to do heading into the game, he accomplished. Mary Kay, how about the Browns offensive line? Wyatt Teller out yesterday. Jack Conklin has had a couple of injuries, and his name has been thrown out there in trade rumors as well, which doesn't make much sense to me. But what do you think? Are they Wyatt going to be back, and do you think Jack will be here? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, Jack, unfortunately for him and for the Browns, he's had a lot of injuries, so you really do have to uh, keep making sure that you have 
you know, somebody coming up behind him that's going to be able to get the job done. Uh, but, you know, he's an excellent, excellent right tackle. And, of course, in a perfect world, you'd have him long-term and he would be healthy and everything would be fine. Um, again, why, you know, they've got the two best guards. You know, you don't want to disrupt too much. They've got the two best guards in football, and they'll just keep adding to the pile. Um, they recognize how important it is to protect the quarterback and get to the quarterback. All right, feeling of optimism then? I mean, I mean, what was the overall uh, – it was nice to see Jacoby Brissett like, actually be able to take a deep breath after the game last night. We've seen him – even the last couple press conferences after the game, it's just like – Painful. Painful, mm-hmm. like trying to defend himself in some spots. And So last night for him just to be able to go out there and just kind of take a deep breath and, and, and enjoy the moment where he is right now and understanding – you know, his position on this team, knowing that, you know, his starts may be coming to a close here very soon. Um, I thought that was refreshing, and I think it makes you like Jacoby Brissett even more. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, he's shown a lot of things this season, and he has uh, really done a phenomenal job of holding this team together and then also getting better every single week. And he's doing this without really having, uh, you know, just a full complement of really great receivers. It's not like he's got some kind of trio uh, the same way that Joe Burrow does, but he's really helping uh, make some of those younger guys look so good, like Donovan Peoples-Jones. And then I think you saw uh, David Bell really coming around. And so Jacoby doesn't want to be known as just the guy who was keeping the seat warm for Deshaun Watson. He wanted to come out here and do some things in his own right and establish that he's also a good NFL quarterback. And I think he's done that. Mary Kay, enjoy the bye week. Thank you, Mary Kay. Thank you, guys. Mary Kay Cabot, Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com, joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.